You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 49. Today, we're going to talk about where do we go from here. Hey, guys. Welcome back to me. (laughs) Usually, I say welcome back to you, but if you are a regular listener, you would have noticed that I've been gone for a couple weeks. If you follow me over on Instagram, I have been offline for 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 a bit now um so it's really good to be talking to you again um today's episode i wanted to kind of give just like a mini update on where i've been what's going on like a little bit of a life update and um also talk to you about what's going on in the world right now and how can we move forward from here so there's just no question that so much has come up in our collective. So from like the global pandemic to now the Black Lives Matter movement, there's just, it's just no question. There's so much going on in the world, right? And this movement is something that I'm very new to. I'll explain more later, but um, I want this to be a movement and not a moment. And and it does matter to me and it matters to my work. Um, And so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, But I want to preface this by saying, Saying that you know I'm, I'm going to get things wrong and I'm not going to say all the right things. Um, so if you are part of my community and you're a black woman or a black man and I say something inappropriate, I'm first of all apologize and I will get better. Um, so yeah, just wanted to preface by saying that. But anyhow, like I said, mini life update. Um, talk about what's going on in the world and what I'm doing and what we can all do moving forward together. So. Um, let's get into it. So, um, first, you know, the reason why, um, an episode didn't go out two weeks ago is I had, um, participated in something called, um, Amplify Black Voices, um, Amplified Melanated Voices. Sorry. I've been on IG for off IG for a while, so I'm forgetting everything, but I took that week off. I decided to mute myself, to mute my podcast, to mute Instagram, um, not mute Instagram, but um, mute any person that I follow who was not black. And I started following so many more black women and men, um, mostly those who were sharing anti-racism education sources, and then other black women who were in the mindset space, fitness space, healing space. I found so many good healing um, accounts that that I have been sharing on Insta with you guys. So by doing so, a couple things became super clear to me. One was how many people I didn't follow who were black. I was like, wow, my feed has like very, very little black people. And, um, that was like the first big thing in my first aha moment. Um, and I'm really happy that I participated in this challenge so that I could really become aware. Um, so anti-racism work is kind of like the your highest self work that we talk about here in the podcast all the time. Um, it's, it's becoming aware of what we don't know. It's unlearning limiting beliefs. It's taking a look at the beliefs that we have and asking ourselves, does this belief align with the person that I want to be? And um, it's healing our inner child to feel safe enough to make those changes. So that's why and I, I'm not an expert in anti-racism, like I said, I'm probably going to say things wrong, but it just kind of clicked for me that I was like, oh my God, this is the same work. So because of that, what I've really kind of taken away from my week of muting myself was, um, 
you know, this isn't something that just ends in a week. This is actually something that I'm committed to for for a lifetime, just like how finding your best self is going to be a lifelong journey. Um, Like our internal purpose as human beings is to learn and get to know more of who we are, which is the best, right? So that's how anti-racism work really ties into this um, so beautifully. And one more note on that is one of my core values. Um, By the way, if you don't know what core values are, we have a really great episode for that. Um, But I have core values in my personal life and I have core values in my business. And core values are a, um, think about, think of them as like a moral compass. Yeah, a moral compass for your life. So it's like, you're not sure how to act or what to do or decision to make, check in with your values to see if they're in alignment. So, you know, when the movement happened, um, and to give you some more context, I, you know, never thought of myself as a racist person. I have a sister who is half black, but I had to get really, really uncomfortable. Like we do, um, we do all the time when we're looking at these beliefs about ourselves that are holding us back. Right. Um, same thing if it's a belief about your you're not good enough until your body looks a certain way, or you're not good enough until you become an expert or you know more. Um, I had to do the same thing with my beliefs about me not being um, like an anti-racist or pro-black because I was like, well, I have a sister who's black. Like, doesn't that automatically make me anti-racist? No, <laughs> it doesn't. And that was one of my biggest aha moments. And I was like, okay, like I need to look at my beliefs. I need to uncover them. I need to look at these thoughts that I'm having. And um, a lot of you've all probably also been learning and um, a lot of it's systemic. A lot of it, you know, is not something that we realize that we have or not realize. Some of these thoughts are things that we don't realize we have because how do you know what you don't know, right? Same thing with the different thoughts that hold us back from achieving our best selves. It's all the same. So anyhow, I'm learning. Um, I've signed up for a couple different resources and I'm getting daily um, emails from a anti-racist um um, educator. Her name is Rachel Ricketts. I believe I'll link it down in the, in the show notes, but if that's something that you're interested in doing with me, um, sign up for the emails, we get the same ones and it only takes five minutes to read and it's, it's work that I'm committed to doing. Um, so that was a long winded way to tell you that's why I was gone that one week. And then, um, I kind of flipped back and forth between like, do I want to tell everyone this or not? But, um, the reason why I've been offline from social media and, um, I'm still unsure if I'm going to go back next week. Um, but I wanted to deliver a podcast was, um, we lost our cat muffins, last Wednesday. And, um, it's been incredibly hard on, on me and my husband, but really, really hard on me. Muffins is the first pet I've ever lost. And if you follow me on social and you know that my pets are my life, um, they're my babies. I, I literally humanize my animals. So, um, it has been a very big grieving process and, um, I could go on and on about that, but, um, that's where I've been. That's why I've been off Instagram. It's just been really hard for me. So saying this out loud, um, I'm actually surprised I'm not crying, uh, but it feels good to share that just because, um, I know a lot of you have been messaging me like, Hey, where are you? That's where I've been at. So 
Anyhow, that is the reason for the um, small absence here on the podcast, and that's why we're back. So let's get into kind of the meat of the show. So what I really wanted to do um, was, A, give you that life update, which um, I feel like I, I, I did that, and then um, just talk about where can we go from here. Um, we're in a pandemic. We're in a huge movement with Black Lives, and if you're on social, you know, you know it's just everywhere. Um, where do we go from here? And I think a lot of us um, tend to get overwhelmed be- when there's all these big things happening. So I kind of want to talk about like resilience and how we can develop more resilience so that we can tread these waters. Because when you're going through really emotional, deep work, it can be very draining. You feel overwhelmed. You have no energy. You're like, I just want things to go back to normal, right? And I have normal in air quotes, but why do we want to go back to normal? Why do we want to go back to a world where, where, where people are oppressed, where black lives are oppressed and we have systemic racism, right? So we don't want to go back to normal. I encourage you to really look at that thought and look at that belief and be like, what part of that old normal are you really missing? And is that the normal that you really want? So even um, now I live in California, so we're coming out of a pandemic um, or not, not, you know, I'm like losing my words. We're slowly reopening. And as we reopen, as the world kind of goes back to quotes, you know, air quotes, normal, what part of normal do I not want to bring back into my life? And we can look at that from two points of view. So when it comes to this, this, you know, shelter in place, some normals that I do not want to go back to are, um, what I had a whole list and I'm having a brain fart. Um, for me, I don't want to go back to not talking to my siblings anymore. So when the shelter in place happened, I actually reached out to my siblings and I talked to them so much more before that I talked to them like once a year. And now I talk to them like once a week, once every two weeks, which feels so amazing. Um, another normal I don't want to go back to is believing my limiting thoughts. So for, a long time, I had a lot of these goals and I kept telling myself that I didn't have enough time and I wasn't good enough yet. I needed to wait a little bit longer. And when the shelter in place happened, um, I actually, um, you know, I also work as a personal trainer. So that was like actually a big chunk of income that was lost. And I know many of you could probably relate to me, like depending on where you work, Um, some of us lost money. Maybe some of us had to go on unemployment. I mean, it was a big shock to our system, right? Um, when that happened, I had to think fast and I developed, not developed new programs. It finally launched the programs that I had been putting off for a long time. Um, so that's a new normal. I don't want to go back to, I don't want to go back to my limiting thoughts that told me I didn't have enough time. Time is like the worst excuse we can give ourselves, um, and last but not least, the, the other normal I don't want to go back to, like, you know, pre-pandemic is um, the hustle mentality. So I would like not take my dogs on a walk because I'd be like, oh, I don't have enough time. <laughs> oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. And these last, I don't even know how many months it's been, but these last couple months that we've been in shelter in place, I've spent so much more time with my husband and our dogs and giving them so much love and attention that um, that's a normal I don't want to go back to. 
So same thing with this Black Lives Matter movement. I don't want to go back to being blissfully ignorant. Um, And my ignorance is my privilege. I was allowed to be ignorant because I wasn't, I'm not affected by, um, by systemic racism. I'm not white. I'm half Japanese, half Mexican. I was born in Okinawa, Japan. But because of the way that I look, um, we have certain, I, have, I have privileges. And um, that is a huge wake-up call for me to be like, wow, like I've just been ignorant to all of this. Um, another normal I don't want to go back to is not having these conversations with family for, and standing up for what I believe in. So if I hear someone saying something racist, instead of just letting it go and being like, oh, well, you know, they're racist. Um, it's my, it's my duty to be anti-racist. Um, especially since I have a sister who's half black. One thing that I didn't realize was I didn't create an inclusive environment for her to be able to talk to me about race. And, um, I felt a lot of shame when I learned that I was like, wow, can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. I just didn't know. So that's a normal I don't want to go back to. And I'm really happy because our relationship is a hundred times better. Honestly, we both have opened up to each other about so many more things. And so if you also have a person in your life who is a sibling and maybe you're not black, but they are, um, I really encourage you to have these conversations because it has strengthened my friendship with her so much more. Um, also, if you can have these conversations with your friends who are who are black, because when we say that we don't see color, we're actually taking away from their lived experiences because they don't have that ability to not see color. You know, it's 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 a lot, and so asking them about their experiences, letting them tell you. Um, some of the stories, some of those experiences they've gone through, I think can be really healing on both ends. So we know that shame cannot exist in vulnerability. So when we can be vulnerable to our friends and they can be vulnerable to us, um, that actually creates a stronger foundation for us to have with each other. So those are some of the normals that I don't want to go back to. So if you find yourself being overwhelmed, right, by everything that is going on, take a moment to take care of yourself. Log off Instagram, do self-care, go outside, be in nature, take a few days off, go on a little mini staycation somewhere locally, like at an Airbnb or something. I really encourage you to take care of yourself so that we can wade through what's going on in the world right now versus becoming overwhelmed and sort of checking out. (laughs) I don't know about you, but like, that's literally how I am when I like, don't want to deal with something or I just don't want to be like doing something anymore. I do. I kind of check out. I'm like, Oh, too much. And I just want to like be away from it all. So, um, one of my clients said it, like, she was like, um, I just want to sit in the corner and not participate. I get it. I get it. I get it. So if you're like that and you're like, I just don't want to participate anymore. Let's, let's be better. Let's do better. So how can we create more resiliency in our lives so that we can um, not only do this for the Black Lives Matter movement and also with this global pandemic, with everyone going back out into the real world, um, how can we do it for ourselves? You know, when we're doing a lot of deep healing inner work, it can be quite exhausting. And um, I always joke with my clients, 
um, that it's kind of feels like drowning. Like you actually don't realize that when you're having a spiritual awakening, you actually feel like you're dying. It doesn't feel good all the time. You're crying all the time. You're lethargic. You're tired. You have no energy because your body is literally processing so much. Remember I talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, so how can we create that resiliency to wait, to go through it and go through it with grace and ease and compassion and love? Um, first and foremost, I think that's self-care, doubling down on our self-care. And I told that to you at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think this is just something that we, um, it's something that we, we get to stick with and stick with it for life. So finding what that looks like for you and Hey, listen, this might change week to week. It might change month to month. Uh, one of my clients is moving this month and I was like, you probably have the time to do things, but it doesn't mean you have the energetic capacity to do things. And this is how your self-care is too. Sometimes you may have the time to go with friends or, you know, go and get a massage um, or what's another better example. So maybe like your self-care is, is exercising and you have the time to do it, but you don't actually have the energetic capacity to. Okay. That means that yeah, you could work out, but if you did, it actually wouldn't be self-care because you don't have the energetic capacity to, to, to be able for it to be like fulfilling for you. And so that's where it's really important for you to be in touch and in tune with like, what is good for you? Like, what do you need right now? A question that will really help you get to like the real root answer is what does my inner child need right now? And that's when you'll know what self-care activity or just how you can meet your needs um, for real instead of like going through the motions or fake self-care. Number two, I think is finding sustainable ways to stay informed without going into like the deep down rabbit hole. So if you're anything like me, we kind of have like an all or nothing mentality sometimes, right? We're like, when we get obsessed about something, we're like pretty obsessed about it. Um, you'll like go and you'll watch like 10 YouTube videos on a subject because you're so into it. So I think with anti-racism work, um, same with self-development, personal development, becoming your best self, you got to make it sustainable. It cannot be something that you, you spend five hours on a day. It's just not going to work that way. You have to find a more sustainable approach. It has to be long-term rather than like you trying to do all that you can right now. Um, a mantra that really helps me with this is, um, I have arrived when arrival is no longer the goal. Say that again. I'm going to say it in a different way. You have arrived when arrival is no longer the goal. That is how we find patience for the journey and stay present in this moment versus trying to get somewhere. We're never going to get to, I mean, spoiler alert, you never really get to your highest self. You really don't. It's always a journey because you're constantly getting better. Um, that's the whole purpose of life. Our internal purpose of life is to figure out who we are. We change every single day. We evolve and we grow. And that's the cool thing. So always reminding ourselves that the journey is the destination. And when you no longer have somewhere to be, like somewhere to get to and you can just be where you are at right now, 
it's life gets a million times easier, a million times more fun. Um, we invite in compassion and grace and ease and love. And it's fun to get better versus needing to get better because you don't like who you are right now. And I've said this a lot when it comes to like fitness and nutrition and like being at your like perfect goal body or goal weight, same thing in business, trying to get to this place of success. You never, ever, ever get there. (laughs) Um, It's always where you're at right now. So those are the two things that I think are really going to help us build resiliency to move forward, move forward with our own personal lives, you know, um, becoming our highest self, um, investing in our self-development is going to help us move forward when it comes to returning back to the outside world since the shelter in place restrictions are being lifted. You know, a lot of my clients are nervous. Everyone's like, I got to meditate so I can stay calm through these transitions. Um, I was at Costco today and I was just forgot how busy it gets on the weekends now that there's no restrictions for how many people are inside. I was like, wow, I kind of miss when they um, made you stand outside in a line. Um, And then for Black Lives Matter, let's make this a movement and not just a moment. Um, And if you're still unsure with how, or, or like if you know this matters to you, but you feel unsure about how to talk about it, please like reach out to me and just more than happy to, um, just be a place where you verbally process. Honestly, um, I'm not on Instagram right now, but you can DM me. I'll get to it when I get back on. But if you want to send me an email, that's cool too. So anyhow, I hope that this episode was insightful, helpful. I'm not sure. Um, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. It is my absolute, like, pleasure and honor to be a voice in your ear because I know how valuable your time is. And, you know, not all of us have unlimited amounts of time to listen to all the podcasts we want. So I'm really, really grateful to be one that you listen to. If you liked this episode, um, let me know, leave a review, rate the episode, rate the show, send me a DM, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you guys. And, um, we will be back next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. <laughs>